Hello everyone and welcome back to the Nara Gate. This is Orla again. I just want to share a short message with you. Um, I didn't write or do any podcast over Easter. I was writing elsewhere. So um, anyone who's following on Medium can read some of my articles there. So uh, I hope you all had a happy Easter anyway and was peaceful um, and hopefully that you had a good time of reflection over the resurrection and what that means to us as Christians. I am aware that not everyone on Substack following me is a Christian, so I try to keep that in mind. Although this, um, my goal for the Narragate is actually for Christians. So if I go off on something that you don't understand, you could write a comment maybe in the comments box, because as I said, the podcast is for Christians to go deeper uh, into the Word of God and that we would support one another. I never claim to have all the answers. I just have been walking with God a long time and God has put it on my heart to share what I know with others. And then when people engage, that helps me to grow and it would also help you to grow. And um, we don't have to be so pride to, proud to think that we know everything because nobody knows everything. And so if we can share what we know, and then expand on that. So that's always my goal when I'm teaching. I am no expert. Um, but Jesus says we should still share the gospel, share what you know. So anyway, my reflection, my thought um, is after Easter and my own time of reflection is that the whole Christian life um, is based on death and resurrection and Jesus shows us that through the cross okay so we would not have a new life new spiritual life had Jesus not died on the cross okay that's the whole message of the Christian uh, teaching so if you don't believe that you're not a Christian so in a nutshell the reason Jesus dies died on the cross was for our sins the sins of humanity and that the only way to save humanity from their from their fallen the fallen man this is goes back to the fall in the book of genesis and the fall of man and that the sin that came into adam and eve in the garden of eden through satan tempting them um, and then evil came into their heart. And because of that, we are born with evil in our heart. Now, nobody likes that in modern day world where everybody's happy, happy, and everything's wonderful, and we're all so sweet and nice, and all we have to do is be nice. But that is beginning to fade now, because now look at the world. People are beginning to see that that is not actually true. That actually people are not sweet and nice and underneath. So this uncovering of all the anger and racism and prejudice and hatred in the world and murder and war, um, this is just uncovering the heart of man, how bad and wicked it is. One of, my new, one of the new writers who's writing on my uh, publication said a great thing. His name is Walter uh, this morning, and that struck me. He said, the world is revealing now what an unholy life looks like. I thought that was a very powerful statement. So just live that life 
whatever, just not following God, not obeying the word of God, not listening to God, not believing, choosing not to believe in a God, choosing to just follow your own ways that lead nowhere. God says it will lead to death. And that means death of the spirit, death of your soul. So um, unholy living, unrighteous li living leads to death, death of self, death of relationships, broken lives, broken relationships, damage um, uh, within yourself. You cannot live with yourself. Many people can't live with themselves. So they turn to addictions. I'm always talking about addictions because addictions is the outcome of an unholy life because you have, the person hasn't repented. When you haven't repented for your sin, God can't come into your heart and cannot restore you. So then you're living in torture, inner torment. It's like a living hell, really. Um, but people are beginning to see that now and they are turning to spirituality. So I just want to look at the scripture um, in in the book of uh, the Gospel of John eleven twenty three. Here, um, Jesus is um, called to the tomb, called to raise Lazarus, uh, to help Lazarus. Lazarus was sick, and Mary and Martha called him. They were his sisters, and they called him to uh, heal him. And Jesus was busy, so when he came, Jesus had died. Not Jesus, I mean, Lazarus had died, sorry. Lazarus had died, and he was in the tomb. So can you imagine? They thought Jesus had abandoned them. And and Jesus was supposed to be their friend, you know. He was close to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They were some of his close friends, and he didn't come. So, um, so Jesus, so they're standing at the tomb where Lazarus is buried. He had died. And Jesus says, your brother will rise again in John eleven twenty three. So Jesus had planned to raise Lazarus from the dead. This was already planned anyway, because God has already planned this to be written for us to read. And then Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So she didn't think Jesus was talking about him being risen from the dead there. In, in that time. Um, but Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? John eleven twenty five to 26. So um, you can read that yourself. I've added it to the newsletter also. Um, and you can link to the Bible as well and read the whole chapter. I always recommend you read the whole chapter to try to get the context of what's happening also. But um, I just want to share that. So she replied to him and she said, Yes, uh, I believe. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. So she had a revelation that Jesus was the Christ. So my thought just for um, us to reflect on is that that is the Christian life, okay? That we are to die to the self. So once we accept Christ, it's no big thing to become a Christian. I mean, you don't have to go to theology, study theology, go to Bible college. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to go to church for a while. Eventually you would. But... 
it's not some big complex thing. It's like, um, okay, so I think I believe some of it. And then you can start, you know, examining a little bit more. And then you can choose to believe and also just read more. But to receive Christ and to be born again, all you have to do is believe. Then Jesus said to her, do you believe? Do you believe I'm the resurrection? I am the resurrection and the life. So that's the question we need to ask ourselves. And that's not even just for people who are not Christians. People who are following God for a long time. We should always say that to ourselves. Do I believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life? He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Okay, so we have to die to ourselves. You know, die to the old self. Um, and then there is a working out of that self. And there's many things that we have to learn we don't there is a miraculous change within the spirit but then there is the outworking of our salvation which takes time so a lot of people do ridicule new christians when they're really on fire you especially their families and people close to them they can often ridicule you if you were a newborn again believer and you full of the joy of god um, and they're like, yeah, but look at you, you're smoking, or look at you, sure, you're in a broken relationship, or look at you, you've no job. You see, this is the attacks that will come on the Christian, because your spirit has been saved, you have been transformed, but there is the outworking of your salvation, with me, which means it takes time for all that to fall away, and you can't just quickly get a great job or quickly change old behaviors but you have the strength and the power and that the holy spirit starts to lead you and guide you until eventually things start to change on the outside of your life now what people seem to think is oh i can't be a christian because look at me i'm in a mess i drink i smoke i have a bad job i'm in terrible relationships i'm you know i'm dishonest and then they just stay like that they don't come to so the idea is that you come as you are to christ with your sin and you confess it and you repent ask god for forgiveness and say i'm sorry that i lived that way mostly people are living that way because they don't know any difference so god just quickly immediately forgives so it's all about forgiveness but for but you can't be forgiven if you don't acknowledge that you are sinning, that you are living a sinful life, an unholy, unrighteous life. So it all begins with awareness. And there's a whole area that is blocking people, and that's pride. And God has been leading me into um, studying that, which I am. I have written an article on it, but I'm just finishing it. Um, because I have recognized it in believers uh, younger than me as well. Not that I don't have pride. <laughs> I am very careful about watching myself for pride, but also that I am accountable to other born-again believers who will uh, check me out. If it, uh, As I was listening to um, Charles Stanley, I love Charles Stanley. I think he's an amazing pastor and he, he really teaches me a lot. Um, and he said, make sure that you are accountable to people who will see your blind spots. And that's not always a close friend or a partner, you know, husband, wife, I'm saying. Um, 
because you know they may not want to shake up the relationship and upset you and cause strife in the relationship so an accountable buddy within the church could be good like a pastor could have if it was a pastor the pastor could have another pastor or um, someone in the church who might be in a bible study and you could ask someone in the bible study who you think is quite faithful and say well, could we pray together i have been praying with my friend mary and mary uh, listening might be listening to this as well hi mary <laughs> mary and i know the importance of prayer and so we've been praying together and it's been a blessing and she knows and i know that we need to be accountable because that keeps pride out of our life our friends will show us that's what um fellowship in the body is about don't be hanging out with christians who don't pull you up when you do something that's just uh, you know not right you want to be pulled up and uh, I do as well so I will be writing that article on pride and maybe I will put it here as well because I think it's very important and um, the teachings of how to recognize pride in ourselves and how to um how to overcome pride and become more humble it's a lifelong journey I know but it's a very important one okay and so the last thing I wanted to say about the death and the resurrection is uh, St. Paul, or the Apostle Paul, um, in 1 Corinthians 15, 55, says, O oh, death, where is thy sting? Death is swallowed up in victory. And so that means that um, us Christians don't have anything to worry about um, in the sense that we shouldn't fear death because we are going to eternity we are going to heaven when we die so and of course it's natural to fear death yes I, I fear how I would die that's all I would fear and anybody who knows me I've been a nurse for over 24 years so I have been with countless amount of people um who were dying and right to to when they died and I've also lost family members so um, um, yeah I I don't worry about where I'm going I would just be fearful of the dying process who wouldn't be fearful of that and so but I, even that I hand over to God that when the time comes that it would be comfortable and that I would pass gently into the into eternity and I would wish that for every friend and family member that we would pass into eternity peacefully and that that's what and that's what we ask uh, as Christians and the other reason that we have a great joy is that we are we have died to the old self the old self is the ego and even non-Christians are all talking about the ego they all know so people are on the spiritual journey now because there's so much greed now in society, so much self-absorption with all this social media and selfies and look at me, look at me, and even YouTube, although it's very educational, there's a real temptation to be all about yourself. So even I don't like being online because that could very much lead me towards egotism which i don't ever want so these are the things that we need to watch um so that's it and so the dying to self um you see people being baptized uh, in 
So to be baptized is that sort of um, symbol of dying to Christ. So when you're immersed in the water, that just means the old self is going down, dying to self, like Christ on the cross, and coming up is coming up with Christ, that you're coming up as a new creation, and you were born again, and your old life is gone, and you are living in the new spirit, in the new life, and you are living um, a righteous life. Now, some, some believers don't ever like to say that they're righteous, but actually that's the blessing, that you are righteous as soon as you're born again. You are righteous. You are giving a robe. It says in the Bible that you would be giving a robe of righteousness. <laughs> and so... We have to, as the as Saint Paul, I always call him Saint Paul, the Apostle Paul. I think in the Catholic Church they call him Saint Paul. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I've been in many churches, but now I'm an independent um, Christian. And you, I mean, I go to a non-denominational church. So um, the Apostle Paul, anyway. Um, um, yeah. So. Uh, um, I forget what I was saying there now, actually. Anyway, don't worry about me, because I said that I would do these as casual as I could, and I'm not going to be getting worried about perfectionism in my sub in my um, Substack podcast. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that, because um, I was talking about baptism, and when you rise up with Christ, that's basically it, and you have a new life with Christ, and you are righteous, and you are you have every spiritual blessing in heaven, and don't listen to the old there will be all sin in your life, but the main sin is gone. And as Jesus says, you only need a shower after that. And basically, which means that we will sin a little bit, but the, the sin, the main sin of uh, uh, from, from the fall of man has been removed from you. And that shame is gone and the sin and the death. So we have been... Um, you have been resurrected and Jesus has had victory over death and sin in your life. And that's the life of the Christian. It's a, it's a glorious life and I believe me, I would never go back. I cannot see what I would go back to. And actually, maybe 20 years ago, life was kind of nice anyway. It might have been harder to become a Christian because it wasn't so bad. You know, so you could live in, you could always almost live and not be so aware of how bad people can be. But now we know. It's that we can see it now. So I'll leave it at that. And thank you so much for listening. I wish you all a belated happy Easter. Um, and I will be back. I'm not sure this week or next week. But uh, I did say that before. That I wasn't going to be so regular. It would be one to two weeks. Um, and that I will be back. So thank you. Have a great day. Bye.